0: going slam fam we're back with another episode of the slam richmond podcast i'm your host january garcia on tonight's show we have three open micers for you as well as this month's feature vocal vibrations real true poet up first to the mic is a poet who hosted this evening's live show and what may be his very last time at slam richmond it's an honor to start off the broadcast with our friend brian bicho
1: My ex says I write poems the same way that I fall in love. That I do both with trepidation. As if I'm only willing to show the parts of me that I deem worthy and well, she's right. I have a hard time giving all of myself to anything or anyone. If you could ask 10 of my friends their opinions of me, you might get around 20 different answers. She wanted to know why I couldn't give all of myself to her, but I didn't have an answer. Seriously, how do you tell a woman you love that they might have fell in love with a mirage? that you can't give her your heart because honestly you don't know what you're handing them. I've spent so much of my life trying to contort myself into what everybody needs me to be. My family needs me to be the oldest grandchild, you know, the role model, protect the name that they have sworn to cherish. My friends need me to be calm, stable, level-headed, the voice of reason, because really what good is another emotional ass poet in a group full of emotional ass poets? My, My students, my students need me to be kind, calm, caring, always giving. My exes always need me to be more than what I can provide. Want me to be their everything, not realizing that most days I get out of bed not being enough of myself. At 26, I've come to realize my depression is nothing more than a boxer who is a great jab artist. Not powerful enough to throw a knockout, but constantly peppering me with these same one-two combos of doubts and fears that have been tormenting me since childhood. And I almost wish for those days again, you know, back when my depression was built on not fitting in, because now it comes from the realization that I am the anchor holding so many people together, but wondering why nobody ever cares that I'm the one drowning. You see, I wake up, my feet touch the ground, the first day they do is sink. I go to bed gasping. I dream of the day I ask everyone, what do you need? And they respond for you to get better. And I just want the people I love to know that rocks will weather away that foundations are not always stable, and that I am one man-made disaster away from crumbling. So yes, I know it probably took too long to write this poem, but I hope that this is the first step to me learning to love correctly.
0: We are really going to miss you, Brian. Good luck on your endeavors, friend. Next on deck is the almighty Michelle Dodd, here with her signature Blackbird poem, as well as a new piece from the Watering Pool Poetry Retreat.
2: Why you wanna fly, Blackbird? You ain't ever gonna fly. No place big enough for holding. All the tears you're going to cry. And they call you little sorrow. Because you'll never love again. People don't believe my white parents love me. They think pity or charity or privileged signatures on paper, adoption is a myth that gets played out. They think a cute black girl hung from an arm of some rich white person. that family needs to be related by blood. Birds of a feather flock together. They say, why you want to fly? Black birds. You ain't ever gonna fly. Like I have to resemble the struggle of grandparents, inherit the murder of crow's feet circling their eyes. They think I've lost my nest, picked like a crayon, a black to fill the white space, the background. People who think my white parents don't truly love me will never hear the harmony in our hugs and smiles from father and mother to daughter. They believe accents don't make a difference in a symphony. They say, you ain't got no one to hold you. You ain't got no one. Parents say, we're not going to teach her to run, we're going to raise her to fly, she'll break through steel-plated bird cages like your ribs, she'll reach into your chest, take a hold of your pulse with such compassion, it will break the stigma of your closed-mindedness, I am proof that love is not formed by blood, love is formed by want, and I will always want to fly above the bullshit and believe that I was created as an accent to their unfinished melody, no one sees how my family's mixed color represents how covalent our bond is. We love like legs of a kitchen table holding our meals and grace and prayers. We love like broken is not in our vocabulary. We are sun-filled eyes peering over horizons in our backyard. We're not puzzle pieces. Our love isn't missing any parts. We are every ink blot on sheet music. We the fibers of rings of life on trunks of trees. We are Dalmatians trusting that our spots will never go anywhere without us. Flying is our crawling. Soaring feels just like hovering. The wingspan of angels should not be measured by the color of their feathers, but let the doubters tell it. All I hear is, why you wanna fly, blackbird? You ain't ever gonna fly. Perched, a beak closed with the readiness to snatch, an eye for the savory. Its meal had the audacity to stand on two legs only. Her hunger becomes wings ruffling. Her eyes, the look of a mother ready to feed her young. She, just a nosedive away, just a moment of letting go, letting the primal take over. There is nothing a mother won't do for her child, even if the child has been lost, even if her young fell from the nest, her phantom-bodied baby. She, haunted by the chirp that will never make a sound. She's become a huntress, a gift giver, Hopeful that with each kill, a resurrection, necromancy, a dance through the blood, through the absence, through the leftovers because eating for just yourself isn't satisfying when you've eaten for others. She has been in the same tower since the last fall, since the last egg, since the last trace of her pulse, of her last hunt. She still listens for the grave to unbury itself, for the headstone to crack for the water to stop washing things away, for the blood to retreat back into the proper veins, she still says goodbye to all of her children, seen and unseen, real in memory, egg and shell, because she knows, she knows the spirit is going to come back to her. And on that day, she will sing a child's lullaby. On that day, she will stop killing, she will stop pecking her innards, she will stop searching her body for what went wrong. On that day, everything will be undone and forgiven.
0: Next up, we have a newcomer to Slam Richmond, but by no means a novice to the poetry scene. We were blown away by the writing of Chatham, and we have two of her poems here to show you.
3: I catch the sound of some distant hood hanging on to your identity like the spit between the words seamlessly strung together and falling out of your lips. I think of how you talk like the way a melody sounds, smooth enough to be almost forgettable, secure enough to let a girl breathe for once. And when I see your body slinking toward my car from the relentless and gaping mouth of summer's clothes, I wonder if you are the night that precipitated the burn or the charcoal birthed from the ashes of the gathering heat rising off of the uneven cinder blocks and before we kiss, I only suspect that there is more boy than man feathering in the dark gums gardening your smile and I tell myself that it takes one to know one. The frequency with which we collide is a clumsy and violent knee jerk. We make the sound of a ballpoint pen rolling across graph paper, and only the twilight is interested enough to watch as we shave the orange peels from our lurching skins. A taste sweet, but out of season. I tease him about his age by calling him a baby. I finger my way across the soft and surprising unarticulation of his shirtless torso. I make a treasure hunt of finding and kissing each of his ribs, and just like that, he has me. I soothe myself in my head, my heart is rocking in his arms. He is just a boy, he is just a boy. I push him off of me to interject that this cannot be something serious. He says, yeah, yeah, me too. And having passed each other's tests, I fall back into the chiasm of our hunger and I let myself go limp and malleable in the underside of his palms. Hours later, I notice the blood from his stab wounds has formed a thin crust along my nail beds, like the trace of something that cannot be undone. Three. For a week, I write the same sentence I did not see this coming. I think of your feet and how they dance with reverence in the base of my ears and I tell myself that your apartment is so close to mine that I can almost hear you tossing and all I can do to keep myself from driving over and into the restless hum is to drive through the belly of the night to the twilight instead and when I find her she says that she remembers too and I wake up aching on the side of the road facing the sinking marshes past Mammoth Valley and they too are defined by the void of their famine that lust to see with the frozen ice caps that puncture the sky above them see and I cry out to you over and over. I will rip the chain from your neck. I will rip the chain from your neck. I will rip the chain from your neck. Most of all, I remember the articulate background clanking like a headphone wire that had been irreparably twisted. It's static, now a scar. I remember the way your plaid shirt used to bustle by it all I could make of you in your haste, the feeling of rotting in the heat of your inattention, the browning of a red delicious apple after having stared too long at the sun. I remembered the way you were always too anxious to pause when I reached for you like my longing would just swallow you up. I remembered the way you couldn't help but become a child singing loudly at the world, a near scream to drown out the boogie monster beneath the bed planks the way you organized the Phillips heads in the garage, paced beneath the hood of your car like it was a raincoat to mediate the storm of our hurt, and this, this, the simple but flamboyant truth of your disregard, I meant to say, I forgot how to swim. And I meant to ask, will you pick me up before my feet kiss the white lines licked along the bottom? I'm not the swimmer I used to be. But what I said was, I took a bottle of Percocet. I woke up in Jacob's apartment next to that rusty exacto blade that I had carried from each life to the next. I woke up beside the crumpled dollar store harmonica box in which it slept, the directions inside still just like new. I woke up to find that the sky also carried the same shame as a mortal and finite body, that it too got hungry, couldn't help itself from taking a bite of my sadness, the surrender too pure and tempting to be left cold on the table beneath its gaze. I woke up to a shirt dirtied with blood, the fight I must have made on my way out. I woke up with pictures of it on my phone, evidence for safekeeping if I needed to remind myself that only living things can bleed or to leverage your concern if it really came down to it. But it doesn't matter what I said because you just kept shuffling as if I had made a banal comment about the weather. Nothing skipped a beat. You replied, yeah, I figured. And as if we were coworkers or mere acquaintances, you asked me, do you miss the pizza in New York? Postscript, yeah. And for the first time I wondered, what was it that kept your hands so busy and how long had it been there?
0: We hope we haven't heard the last of Chatham, but now to our feature. Hailing from the 757, now rocking in the 804, Real True Poet leads vocal vibration in addition to life as a professional poet, a DJ, and a community activist. With a life engaged in the arts for over 30 years, he's established a voice all across Virginia for the past decade and has been a mentor to so many of our poets today. When we asked True what his poetry sounds like, the answer he gave was soul food. Let's tune into Real True Poets.
4: It's like I walked this road before, but I'm not sure, but some would say I should be. It's the voices in my head, and I know it sounds crazy, but it's like they gave me a key, and now I see, now I see, now I see the future. Of me, the we walking over the standards of a three-fifths law, once in a visible wall but not tall enough to hide the great secrets to show the sanctity of why I be a spark in the eyes of a chosen few. Oh yes, one million strong men and women, voices in harmony saying, now I see, now I see the future. Beyond the gates, bars, and fences, the count times and misvisit this place. This place will change you if you let it. A new birth of deceptions mounted on the backs of the broken. Shh. I guess some things shouldn't be spoken. Regurgitating the lies that made these truths self-evident. The time is systematic. The desire for a real change is lacking in the valley where the dry bones, where the dry bones, stay sleeping. Now I see. Now I see the future. Through the eyes of the ancient that have painted the wheel of their thoughts on my mental, yes, evolution. Evolution is what I've been through, and I'm honored to give thanks because now I see, now I see the future. All right? I've known Rivers to be as great as the history of a fallen nation waiting to be reawakened to reach that plateau that gave value to the light that dances off the river's ominous charm and insight. Plus, if you listen right when it falls, you can hear the rhythm of your eardrum being beaten with your inner soul screaming for you to come back home. I've known Rivers to be as perfect as the perfect love song, going to shed tears with another love song that gets lost in the river's hypnotic love song that screams loudly, you've been missed. I know you found stability. In all that you've been through, yes you, you be witness to the love and dedication when it comes to you. I will never freeze. With my Wakanda-wide eyes, I've always sought out a home with you You, flesh of my flesh, bone of my bone, why would you even think less of what has been created and blessed upon you, my queen? I love you. I've always seen you in ways that no one has ever seen you before. I adore you like the day that the life kissed the sky and the sky became the plane for our thoughts and our heartbeats became one. We talked the language of the sons from a long ago where the blood spilled on the ground, trusting with hands up Nailed to crosses, bearing the loss of all the world's sins, we, we became names without them even being uttered or whispered in a language that has not been created. We became love without no conditions. We became the world. I know my hair's not the source of why I be. But my hair does say loudly, no, never again will I give in or lose a part of me in a mirror that reflects you, not me. The one that got destroyed the moment I extended a hand of mercy. You have been a curse seed from the beginning. 6,660 days of dominion finally ending through the third eye, transcending the box of human existence. See, I had dreams of faces equipped with the mindset of Brother Malcolm. I guess this is a lost outcome. It has you been an ATM machine for somebody to live like a king, twisting poverty until it's the accepted thing to be truly. You are like your father. The devil. Thus, the whole world is in trouble, and I, I suppose we can't blame you for always seeking out that right angle. In fact, we thank you for helping to efface a crustacean with white it out. We came knowing there's a stolen legacy that was molded out of that same energy that says "be," and it is one plus two thousand years ago, upon the seal became opening, opening the eyes of the chosen. All right. I wonder who can speak the language or even understand the language that the mountain speaks to the ocean, lakes, and rivers. I heard the echo of Arizona blood spilling through the streets like young man's dreams of wanting to be whatever. You see, the price of Skittles is too high if lives have to be lost. He was born in the borough of Butcher taught white lies whispered sweet like the serpent sexing Eve with the truth of divinity, twisting it into a conjugal victory that helps the apes and the monkeys and the baboons beat their chests with the blessings of Satan's kiss. Eternal bliss has always been the position of those rich in wealth, which left alone where he lied and death shot forty-one times in a New York state of mind when fifty-one was the real true goal. I suppose the scenarios never changes. Just the blue, shielded by the blue that protects their own, clicking hills, clicking hills, and dreams of what seems to be a hideaway home, and they constantly screaming for us to go back home. Go back home. A tragic story happened. He was God's gift to mama. Matter of fact, he is God's gift to mama. He was born with a love that hasn't been seen since loving that cocoa brown, black skin, like reflecting off of melanin just to echo his love that he had for his mama. Nine months, fighting in the womb like no other. We nicknamed him Storm. He fought. He made the ultimate sacrifice, though. He understood that his mother's body could not handle the torment of what the storm that he was creating in her womb. So he chose to take his own life. And as I held my son's lifeless body in my hands and my eyes connected with his eyes and our eyes became one, we became, we became father and son. Right. I was carved from that same canvas that created men with broken ribs. Fast forward, broken promises. Next level, more broken promises. Fast forward, the black bodies begin falling. Next level, the black bodies keep falling. Further away from Namaste news flash, he would never see the God, I mean good, in you. Yes, you be precious black diamond pressed blueprint birthing life into earth. What would we be without you balanced and ready to stand up? I was born with a promise of having a deeply rooted and seated connection heavenly in fact. And though my back has never been broken. Tokens has always been used as a ruse to mesmerize the minds of the sons, hitting potential. True portraits, true portraits thought to word of mouth like royal rumblings of a real Wakanda rising through the concrete like that black rose that always has to rise high. As if this is my first time talking to you. When you needed a bridge to escape the troubled waters of a mind that was deep and pressed against a wall that no one else could see like me, you didn't even see me for the salvation that I really was. And yes, I watched you walk across the Golden Gate Plains of my compassion, never lacking. It even became love unconditional, or at least that's what your soul screamed out to me and needed. It's like a river forever flowing in a rim that few have came to remember. I can remember looking when something inside me says to choose you because with you, that's when life truly begins. Now the question is, who wins if rice is thrown into the air to seek out some dreams to house them? The bells have rung and still no one has walked in. Man, it's heart-stopping just to hear you speak. Plus, week by week, this addiction has grown out alone with a little desire and just... A hint of infatuation, either way, it is you that is driving me crazy. And what else can I say when you send me in and out of, I don't know, in countless maybes, but yet, you still chase me. You still chase me. And from this day forward, I promise to keep salvation held up high so that I can honor you as life first intended. Now I admit, my soul dances off every verbal aspiration that is uttered through your physical existence. And as I look into your eyes, it is at that moment I realize what is missing. Indeed, your hand is taken, but it's quite obvious your soul is crying out for something able to spiritually help you to reach a higher plane without physically touching you. And I believe in the one that's a too hot spark in the feelings I thought was once lost the moment I entered into this unnatural system. But to my surprise, I met you. A strong queen. As strong as all of the queens that can be combined in the world. And sometimes I ask myself, could these be real? Or should these be real? And yes, it is real, my feelings from this day forward. Alright? So. Why should I be ashamed of our love, our history, our pride? My existence is existence. Please listen to this true prophecy. My life My life ain't been that much Christmassy, the true endangered species. Before Martin Luther King's dream, it was a nightmare, not on Elm Street, but out there on Richmond Street, see. We was the hundred before America's most wanted. You want it, you can get it. Yes, it was twisted. You're thinking that that the single homes, drug abuse, and drinking had you thinking it was gonna be easy. Believe me, your mind is wicked. Of hundred years of lynching has changed my range of emotions like the ocean where millions have died just for a ride of others or noble sacrifice for their rights just to be free mentally, spiritually, you know what I mean? I guess not because you have lost your backbone and your house has never been your homeland. Oh, Mother Africa. Please help us because we have lost our way from thee. Is it me? Or is the world going crazy with a band being tattered in their minds to make them confused? Either way, we lose Don't look surprised. It's time to fly to the greatness of our ancestors. You feel me? The future is yours The mold by any means. Nonviolent. Nonviolent. I cry tears late at night, thinking Your Harriet Tubman's fight for something that sounds right. Freedom. I love you from your hair follicles to your toenails. You are my ISIS, the focus that keeps me going in this crisis, I love you, I miss you. You see Eve was an independent woman but she was dependent on keeping the wrong strength so that we can live the day. Dropping the thinking of the now, picking up the thinking of the heathen child, is this not my mother, Africa, the riches of the richer, walk all natural. She didn't have to switch her thinking for a resolution because now it's time for a revolution in society. society never creeps, whatever creeps, but whatever happened to words like family and community and unity? I guess it got to think thinking. Being black is all about the hog maws, collard greens, and the fried chicken. Willie Lynch did his job. When are we going to do ours? And yes, my feelings for you are harder and harder to let go. Don't go. You see, it was the Indians that got tricked by the pilgrims, or were they Indians, black, indigenous, like you and me. In the art of war, it says that you have to think like your enemy, not become your enemy, because what good would that do if you whipping me harder than massa do? Running around talking about you, Malcolm X, when you more like Charles Barkley, pro-black, but sleeping with the enemy. How can you be a friend to me? You know what stood out the most to me is when C. Q said, Give us. Rosa Parks set the stage. The bombing of four little girls set the rage. Malcolm X gave them a name. Don't be ashamed. This is the history. If the light came from the dark, doesn't it make the dark the essence of the truth that the light manifests? Economics was the reason then and the reason now. Just look around. A stolen legacy. Get up, stand up. Stand up for your rights. Get up, stand up. Don't give up the fight. Thank you.
0: That was our poetry show for this month a hearty thank you to brian beecham to michelle dodd to chatham gray and especially to real true poet and a thank you to the talented chris budo fox for our slam richmond song if you want to come see us live and in person please join us first saturday of the month at plant zero in richmond studio 59. our writing workshop starts at 5 30 p.m live show at 8 30 p.m if you perform, you may even end up on our podcast. To find us on social media, check our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Slam Richmond. And don't forget to subscribe, share, and rate our show. Until next time, Slam fam, keep on writing the good right.